0: good afternoon I was gonna get you a follow-up report on the USDA report that came out yesterday I wanted to wait to see how the price reaction responded sometimes it takes a day or two to for the trade to settle down but what we got yesterday from the USDA was a bearish surprise a slight bearish surprise on soybeans as the market was looking for a 300 million bushel carryout for next year, and they gave us 320, so negative soybeans. The market was looking for a 1.4 billion bushel corn carryout, and they gave us 1.5, again, slightly bearish versus expectations. We were looking for 5.8 on wheat, and that's pretty much what we got. We were looking for 3.5 million bale carryout on cotton and got 3.2, so a slightly bullish response. Or um, uh, report on cotton, but it was the global carryout that grew, that caught you know that was that over overrode the uh, the U.S. bullishness. So what we have is again another round of guesses from the USDA. Um, We need to remind ourselves that uh, over the years uh, the. Some of the most uh, biggest moves in yields that we get from the government are between now and the final that we get in January. And that's what we saw last year, where we saw massive drops in their yield estimates from the October report to final. And I'm saying this because Indigo Ag just came out with their private analyst estimate, Uh, where they've got corn yields down 4.7 bushels versus the government almost five bushels and the soybean yield down 1.7. And over the last few years, ironically, Indigo Ag has been far more accurate than the USDA on the final yield estimates. And so if I plug in Indigo Ag's yield estimate, uh, we end up taking four or five hundred million bushels off the corn balance sheet And surprise, surprise, we're back down at pipeline levels, Uh, back down below, you know, near a billion bushels. Soybeans, not too dissimilar. If I take 1.7 bushels off the national yield, my carryout goes from 320 down to about 150, 160. Not pipeline, but very close to it. And if you remember the price response last year after the first of the year, once we went from this perception that we had plenty of grain to pipeline levels, pipeline levels equal six, seven dollar corn. Pipeline levels in soybeans equal 15, 16 dollar soybeans. Um, last year on beans, we went below pipeline for a little while, I think, and that's why we traded up near 17. But I, I bring this to light because, you remember, we didn't get clarity on these yields until after the first of the year. Um, and so what we're seeing now is a response by the market to government data showing plenty of corn and plenty of beans for next year. And we're, with these lower prices, we're dialing in bigger demand. Demand for a crop that we just might not have. And we might not have any awareness of that until after the first of the year. But what we do have awareness on is our input prices. We've talked about this ad nauseum, but we know that's, for a fact, coming. And so we're going to have record high input prices. We're probably going to have record high energy prices coming. What is not known that makes our job very difficult for next year is not only are we going to have record high input prices, but we're going to have availability problems as well, constraints on supplies that may limit our ability to make a trendline yield. And so if I add all of this up together, all of this data, corn is just way too cheap. Beans are way too cheap. Wheat is way too cheap. Okay, especially when we're so close to we're only five bushels off on corn and two bushels off on beans, pushing ourselves into record tightness, pipeline inventories, and explosive grain prices. So we are going to do everything we can. To hold as much grain as we can until we get better clarity on what the yield is. And we won't get that really until December or January, probably until that January report. And so same story on inputs. We're not going to have real clarity on our input costs until January or February when all the prices come in and products start to deliver. So we are right now, in my opinion, trading at levels below replacement on grain prices. And when you're, when you're at, at, at prices that are below replacement, you have to hold. You've got to hold on to everything that you physically can and wait for the market to give you more clarity uh, on, on yields, more clarity on inputs, and more clarity on demand that with record high fuel prices... We're going to have much higher demand on corn and soybeans because of the renewable energy sector. So we are in a hold position and do our best to maintain uh, as much inventory of grain as we can going into the first of the year. Cotton at a dollar, we've talked about this, you know never going to argue with cotton over a dollar so keep pricing into that, Uh, but it's the grains we absolutely need to hold on to for a reset that I believe is coming after the first of the year. Thanks so much. Have a great day.